Welcome to the Future Focused Admin Podcast, hosted by Candace and Jessica, your modern admin besties. Join us on a journey to revolutionize administrative excellence in the workplace. We're here to empower, inspire, and equip you with the tools you need to thrive as a forward-thinking admin. From productivity hacks to digital transformation, we cover it all. Featuring industry experts and thought leaders, we bring you invaluable insights and success stories. Streamline your workflow, enhance your skills, and navigate the changing admin landscape with us. Get ready to unlock your full potential on the Future Focused Admin Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Future Focus Admin Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Birmingham, and with me is Jessica McBride, my co-host. Cheers. Cheers. As you can see, one's drinking a wine glass, one's drinking Bailey's in her morning coffee because I'm in Australia and it's morning time here and Jess is in Canada where it's obviously nighttime. What we're hoping to achieve out of this podcast is global domination for one, but second is I've got the kind of APAC region, Jess has got the North American region. So we're going to try and cover issues in both sides of the world. And if anyone else has some ideas from anywhere else in the world, or you want to jump in or you want to be featured or anything, hit us up. We would love to hear from you. We'll put everything in the show notes, but let's jump right in on why we're even doing this. So the Future Focused Admin Podcast. Jess and I were connected on the interweb. Gosh, I don't even know how long ago it was now, but it was... Oh, well, it was when you broke your leg. <laughs> yes. Horribly damaged the knee. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, It was probably like February or so, I think, that you had reached out. I had a chat GPT guide that kind of got popular on LinkedIn, and you offered to feature a blog of mine on your website. And we just kind of kept connecting here and there ever since. We did a tech-savvy assistant chat GPT for the Aussies in March, I believe. It was really great. Had a good turnout. And yeah, it's just been a really great connection working with you. And it's so nice to meet somebody with such similar values and just, you know, get along with so famously. And I just love the Australians. They're just so lovely to me. Yeah, we basically like just were talking about it. We're both talking about the podcast idea. We both wanted to do a podcast. We were like, let's just do it together because our story is kind of similar where we're not award-winning assistants. We're not global platform assistants. We're just two chicks that working ad band that took their shot and kind of built a global platform out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> I think that would be best to start on with. So let's start how Tech Savvy Assistant came about. Yeah. So uh, I love to tell the story about how three hours into my vacation on a Mexico remote sort, I slipped and fell beside the pool. I just absolutely obliterated my knee in the most horrifying way possible. And I laid down for a little bit, woke up and my knee was just the size of a balloon. And uh, they were like, you should go to the emergency room. And I was like, I don't really want to go to the emergency room in another country. Like, I'm really spoiled to Canadian healthcare at this point in time. Like, I don't really want to like be paying a bill. Previously, I hurt my knee back in November and the doctor had told me like, basically, like, there's nothing you can do. Like, even if it's like, if it's not broken, basically, there's not much you can do. So I was like, well, it's probably not broken. What are the odds? I'm just going to ride it out. I just spend my vacation laying poolside, beachside, just kind of anywhere I could lay down and have drinks brought to me, which was, you know, honestly, not the worst way to spend your vacation outside of the excruciating pain. During that time period, ChatGPT was really popular. It was, I love TikTok. I'm addicted to it. And I was spending a lot of time getting videos of ChatGPT. And I thought this is a really cool, interesting program. It was obviously very new and not a lot of people were familiar with it. So I started testing different scenarios from different admin groups that I was in with ChatGPT to see like how it would perform. 
And I found that was really great. It was really helpful for all kinds of like standard operating procedures or like text documents. I shared a guide that I used. I used those use cases to make the guide. Got really popular. Got asked to be on another podcast and um, was asked like basically, do you have a website? And I said, no, I don't. But I quickly like put one together. My husband, tech savvy husband, like the ultimate, just, you know, put a website together for me pretty quickly. Yeah, it just kind of steadily grew from there. I got asked to do a presentation for IAAP based out of New York, and it was really well attended. There was a whole lot of interest for it, you know, kind of getting asked here and there to do different presentations that I started reaching out to people. And I just kind of started saying like, hey, like, would you like to partner with me? Would you like to like have your product featured in my presentations? And you know, something that I love to share about is that I do have ADHD and I do find that I don't want to be like one of those people who's like, it's a superpower because my superpower also makes me cry when I have seams in my socks that are bothering me. But, you know, at the same time, I am a really creative person and I'm not really afraid to try new things. I just started trying everything that I could think of. So it's like, let me try the social media aspect. Let me try setting up a newsletter. Let me set up a Facebook group and, you know, just trying everything that I could think of to possibly like get something started and rolling with the business. And one day I just looked around and I said, oh, I, it is a business now. It's a brand. I have, you know, people are talking about me at presentations in Australia. Like, it's just my my name's being mentioned in rooms that I couldn't even fathom. And so, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And like, I know that like, it's still like so small and so young and like, I'm still just like barely getting started. And so it's a lot to wrap my brain around. But I am really excited to kind of see where it goes because it's definitely more fulfilling than everything, anything I've ever done before. I came from a background of very like working in an office, uh, traditional, and then COVID hit and really changed everything. And uh, when I got laid off in February, it really was just, I couldn't imagine going back to a traditional office job. It just seems like it would be so detrimental to my mental health at this point in time. And then also the fact that like I had so much autonomy in my last role that like to hop back into a very like just mundane kind of job where like I wasn't allowed to like flex my creative skills, it would destroy me. I think that's kind of another purpose of this podcast is obviously being the future focused assistant is that we want to get the message across that you don't have to have the more normal, boring, mundane I don't want to say the brand, but the brand came into my head. Business services career. Let's just say that. I was an admin for 20 years. I did the corporate thing. I started in investment banking and insurance. I remember just thinking how cool I was. Like when I got to EA status, I was just like, bought my first leather handbag, had like skyscraper heels, and I was clicking through the city being like, I'm an executive assistant. I guess that feeling never went away. I was like, I'm really proud to hold this role. Like, I loved it. I love it still. Clearly, I'm doing a career still in admin. I went from investment banking to media because I had quit my job to move to London and the GFC happened and everyone said, don't come here. And so I turned around and had to get a job. And a girlfriend of mine was at Channel 9, which is one of the TV stations here in Australia. So there's a job here. You should go for it. I thought, got nothing to lose and I need a job. And so I went and, you know, I had the job offer on the day, like we just clicked so much. And that was kind of my introduction to media. And it was such a great career. Like, I don't know if you could have the career that we had back then, because it was the days of um, dancing on boardroom tables, you know, Friday night drinks, getting out of control and just fun. I feel like everything's been cancelled now, the fun times of corporate, but 
yeah, we had such a great time. And then I moved overseas to London, spent five years over there, did COVID over there, which really sucked because all my family was here in Australia. So when I could, I got the first plane back to Australia. I was going to turn 40 here, have Christmas here and go back. And while I was in quarantine, two weeks in the hotel before you're released into the public, I was kind of looking for jobs and I was like, where are all the admin jobs? And there was no like admin space in Australia for jobs, for community, for anything. There was like admin groups and associations, but they weren't what I was looking for. I was looking for more than that, you know, community, but more like they were more learning type environments. I was like, no, I need to like meet people again. I've been out of here for five years. Like I need to connect and I just couldn't find anywhere. So I was like, I had to build it. And I didn't realize what I was in for. I just thought it'd be like, you put a website together and see how you go. But no, that's not what happened at all. It started out as a job board. And then I was, okay, let's see what people want. Put the question out there. They're like, we want community too. We want a place for us. We want a one-stop shop. We want free resources. We want everything. And I was like, okay, well, I've got time on my hands. So I'm just going to build it. But that's how Admin Avenues came about which was meant to be Australia-focused only. We didn't have it in Australia, whereas like the UK had Sex in the City, which is an admin-only job board. And so, yeah, it started like that. And then just as we kind of grew, the community grew. Like I did a post on LinkedIn today or last night that was just like, I just I still find it so wild that I look at who my connections are and they're from Uganda, they're from Israel, they're from Denmark. And I'm like, how have you found me? Maybe it's just by chance I've landed there, but I just did a post being like, welcome, this is what I'm about. It blows my mind that we have created global networks, global communities just by taking our shot. We just set up something and said, hey, who wants to come to my party? And people came. So I guess that's what this is. It's an extension of that, is that we're now the party online. We've decided that we're going to edit the podcast so that you're not listening to three hours of dribble, but you're going to watch sports and all in the background if you're watching on YouTube because we're going to have plenty of bloopers. We're going to have plenty of wine spills. We're going to take it in turns as to who gets to drink Baileys and their coffee every morning and who gets to drink wine at night. Basically, we're going to be your podcast that you can listen in to chill out, that you can just have a giggle. Feel free to send us anything that you want to do. We've got some great ideas of we want to share horror stories of people's or what people have been asked to do in their career. Like I've already started collecting some and it's just, I can't even read it out without laughing. Like your one the other day where you were talking about how you left that job in a week. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So it was a temp job right after I moved to Canada and just got my work visa. I was trying like anything that I get. I took a temp job and like, I can't even remember what they had me doing, but I was so bad at it. It was using like SAP and like, I'm like, yeah, I'm the tech savvy assistant. SAP? Absolutely not for me. So I was just doing the worst job a human has ever done in a temporal. And that says something. They went ahead and asked me not to come back a little early. They're like, yay, like maybe, maybe you're good. We're so good. Like, thank you. And I said, OK, no worries. Thank you so much. Love you guys. I leave. And then I realized like a day or two later that I had forgotten my husband's, not even just my headphones, my husband's headphones there and my favorite coffee mug. And like, I don't know, apparently I'd like moved in. So I'll let me run back and go and get it. And I go in and the owner comes out and he like is talking to me and he does something with his hands. And I think that he's trying to hug me. And I, a woman conditioned by society to just hug random strangers, go in for a hug. 
And this man is so uncomfortable. It was not great. I basically ran out of the room and I left the headphones. I said, I'll just buy him new headphones. That's it. Like, it's not worth my dignity at this point. Like, I can never go back. And it's one of those memories that is seared into my brain of like, I've had some really embarrassing experiences in my career. And like, all you can do is laugh. As I said, like one day I want to write a book where admins can submit like their horror stories of things that happened to them or things they were asked to do in their role. Or, and no one will believe us. No one will believe that this is true. But every admin has at least five stories that they could share. If you have some, we're going to set up a place where you can start sending them through and we'll start reading some of them out just for a bit of fun. Not the horror, horror story ones, preferably the funny ones first. People just wouldn't believe what admins are asked to do. And especially at the highest of levels, like I know Devil Wears Prada where you see, oh, they have to do coffee run, they have to do this, they have to do that. You look at like the chairman or CEO type EA and you think, oh, they're just, you know, they sit on their porcelain high table, you know, like they don't leave there. They're just there. That was probably the worst of the jobs that I was asked to do. Like I remember being asked, gosh, I'll give you an example of something that happened to me. And this is going to show my age. This is a day of blackberries. I had a job to a, a senior media exec. It was LA screenings and they were at like a Warner Brothers party or something like that. And the driver was meant to take them to another party that we were signing with another company to buy a show of theirs. They couldn't find him. And I'm ringing him and I'm like, where are you? Like, you have to get this car, you have to do this. He's like, I don't know, there's like 60 black cars out the front. So I text the driver the most pixelated photo. Somehow he found him. My exec was just like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. That was just by like sheer luck. They got him to the party. Everything was fine. You don't think about like how nowadays you have iPhones. You can just drop a pin. You can do or, like the stuff we had to do and, and the stuff the I remember once there was an ash cloud. There was a volcano and that erupted and there's ash in the air. So he cannot fly. And I remember someone from that company as well. I remember I was walking past. It was just pure gold time to be walking past. And this exec was on the phone with his PA and she was like, well, what would you like me to do? Fly up there in a helicopter and <laughs> blow the ash away? <laughs> I don't know. The things that admins are asked to do, we would love to hear what you have been asked to do so that we can read out some of these funny stories and have a giggle with it because I just really don't think that people will believe us. But we will. We will. We know that this stuff happens. But one of the things I want to kind of get out of this podcast as well is that you're you're much more versed in tech than I am. I like to use it. I like to dabble in it, but you're well across it. You're up to date with all what's happening. And I think ChatGPT is definitely the talk of the town at the moment. Can you just give us like a, a high level? Obviously, you've got the guide that's available. It's specifically for admins. So it's got everything you will need in this guide. It's on the Tech Savvy Assistant website, which will be in the show notes. But can you just give us like a, a high level of what you think through your experience of what the best tools are at the moment that are helping you save time, travel, dinner reservations, anything? Like I know you're working with plugins because you've got the paid version, but just a couple of tips on what you think will get people hooked and want to use ChatGPT. I know so many people still, they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, people don't want to learn new stuff, but this is cool. This will change your life. Yeah. So today I was setting up our YouTube channel and then also realized that I had set up a tech savvy assistant YouTube channel that, you know, eventually abandoned as I do. But I was back in there doing a couple of videos. And one of the things like I think is such a great example of um, how you can use it to think of things and 
plan is, you know, there's somebody today and one of the executive assistant groups asking about like, what are the best like places to have a conference for 200 people? And it's like the idea that like so many of us who have never planned events before just get like thrust into planning a conference for 200 people. It's like, that's wild. Like the fact that like we have the kind of range that we can just be like, yeah, we'll figure it out as so many advents do. is always wild to me. But yeah, so asking ChatGPT to be like, hey, you know, starting off, like provide me a couple of different places that are good to have a conference. And I said, don't have Florida because I think Florida is awful and I don't want to go there, you know, and then it gives you a bunch of like lists of like cities. And then you can be like, okay, now that ChatGPT4 has um, the plugin access, you can access the internet via Bing as well. So I can say like, okay, you know, Austin, Texas is one of the ideas, the places. So I said, give me conference places in Austin that could um, hold 200 people. And then it gives you, you know, it populates a list of places that could hold that many people. It's just doing the same work that you would be doing just 30 times faster. Like I would probably find those same exact results, but I would spend two to three hours in Google going through and trying to figure out like how many, which of these hotels might actually have you know, space for 200 people and you're calling and like, yeah, like you're definitely going to still call and verify. But it's just kind of like having your own assistant to like do that dry run, do that first draft, you know, pull together some ideas. If you're someone, you know, like me can get task paralysis where you're just like, I need to get started. I don't even know how to get started. ChatGPT is incredible for that. It's just tell me how to get started. Tell me what to do in the steps that I need to like think about. My brain, it's pretty vast in there. It's like the internet. And you need some kind of like direction to like hone that energy. It's just like such a great tool for, you know, to accommodate, help accommodate creativity. To me, there's no surprise that I am successful after I had a tool that broke that task paralysis because I've always felt like if given the right motivation, I could do something really incredible. I always felt like I had that potential. But I also always joked that I had a ton of ambition with no motivation. And I've said something I've said about myself long, long before I knew I had ADHD, like as a teen, it was just the potential was too much in a lot of ways where it was just like I could never hone in on like, how can I create and how can I do so? And, you know, ChatGPT has been such an incredible tool for me to build a business with because it's like I have a business and here are the things that I want to do, like create ideas that I could do or Help me, you know, come up with ideas for blog posts. Help me come up with ideas for presentations because, you know, people are coming to me and they're saying like, hey, we'd love to have you do another presentation. And I'm going, uh, like, what else could I show them? So it helps me take all that data that I have and put it into an idea. So it's just really great for creativity. And I think one of the reasons that like I'm passionate about AI is that like, I feel like there's a common denominator of the reason that we were able to build a business. And it was, we were given time and space and rest. And that is the absolute recipe for having the energy to be creative and be successful. And it's why during the pandemic, when we were all on house arrest and everybody's baking bread and doing art, and that's what happens when you have time and energy is look at the creativity that comes from that. With AI, it's like, let's free up these manual tasks. Let's free up the time that I would spend going, how do I respond to this email in a not bitchy tone? Like, how do I not ruffle feathers today? Because I just don't have the energy to deal with the blowback of it. You know, it's just, hey, write this response in a neutral tone for me and you just send it off. 
with additional AI tools like Zapier, it's like, let me automate responses to emails. Like I always get, somebody is constantly asking for this information from our handbook. Like it's gonna automatically create a response for you. And ChatGPT is just, it's such the tip of the iceberg, but it's also such an incredible tool that has been built on top of by other programs. So, you know, you can use like scheduling tools like EA Buddy. You can use a transcription tool like Circle Back. All of these are tools that like you can use to save like so much time because like I use Circle Back to transcribe my meetings. And that way I don't have to worry about taking notes and paying attention in a meeting because I can't do I cannot interact in a meeting and take notes at the same time. Like it just doesn't work out for me. And like how much time is that saving me and how much like effort too? Because like I have all my notes that I can easily go back and reference at any given point. And I would never have the good of notes ever. And like they would just get lost. They'd be scribbled down on a notepad. And the number of times that I've looked at notes that I've written and gone, I have no idea. Not a clue what that meant. A lot of people are scared of ChatGPT for two reasons. One, their companies won't allow them to use it because of security concerns. And that's cool. Like, yeah, don't put important or confidential information into it. You can say company A, company X. You can still put what your question is through it, but just don't put the detail of what it is. And just don't use the confidential information, but you can still say, okay, company A is doing an office move to Swift Street in New York what do we need to do to organize this move? Like you can still do it without having to put your real details in it. The other reason why people are a bit concerned that, you know, oh, it'll take my job. It absolutely won't. If anything, it's going to give you more time to do what you're actually paid for, which is support your executive and be a proper business partner. You're not bogged down with the minutiae of admin and wasting time searching for things and researching things. And I know sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's fun. Like You know, I have friends who love cooking and they love to sit all day and read recipes and think of ideas. I couldn't think of anything worse. The best advice we can kind of put out there is just set up an account and have a play. Have a look at the ChatGPT guide that Jess did because it gives you all the prompts and the more specific you are with it, the better result you're going to get. So like Jess was saying with the emails, when I write a reply to email, I get straight to the point first and then I finesse it. So I'm like, answer to what it is. And then I'm like, dear so-and-so. So instead I write what it is and then I say, okay, now make this in a friendly email form. It just saves so much time because my head is already in the game of thinking about the next task. I can't, if you send me a message on LinkedIn, you'll get an immediate pop-up saying I don't get to my inbox very often because it's just so full. And when I do have time to go through it all, maybe there's a chat GPT to be able to pull out ones that aren't, you know, sales pitches and things like that. That's actually admin. So just set up an account just a personal account, have a play with it. There's so much information out there on it. Like the reason why I say download Jess's guide is because it's admin specific. So it's designed to help you in your career. Sometimes it's just very hard to conceptualize. Like it's a brand new tool, right? Like it would have been the same with any new tool that's just a blank canvas, which is what ChatGPT is. That's why I found it so great to like use different scenarios, real life executive assistant scenarios where it was like, okay, like they need to make a travel and entertainment policy. In the past, it's like, you're like hoping that like you can find enough pieces from Google and you can go all over the place. Well, like you're still going to take that and personalize it to your organization anyway. So it's like ask ChatGPT, like what steps do I need? Or, you know, provide me a template travel and entertainment policy And it's going to give you like an outline and just like a sample that you just copy and paste into your own word processor. 
And then you take that and you make it personalized to your organization. And that's how one of the ways you can safely use ChatGPT. You know, I'd be so far is like, I had to make something and they were like, you can't use ChatGPT. I'm just going home and using it at home and then send emailing myself that template. Like I am not going to spend an, an unnecessary amount of time doing work like that. Like we all can agree that there is a template out there. There is a standardized idea of what we're going to look for. Let's just cut to the chase. Let's just skip to the part where I do this in 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't really understand what the threat of that is. Like for me, I had the paid version as well. I, it benefits me more to have the paid version. If you're just trialing it out as a free version, but just so you're aware, it only goes up to 2021. So if you're looking for information that's past that, it's not going to be up to date. So, but it's fine to just be like, you know, what was I doing the other day? I want to download like a template for, it was a business case. I was just like, I don't have the headspace for this. Like, and it needs to be done. I need to do this. And so I just put it through ChatGPT and it came up with everything that I needed. I just needed to finesse it. It also, it does it in American. So if anyone who's in Australia or British, you got to change all the Zs to Ss. It was just so helpful. I got so much more done being able to just have that there and be able to change it to what I wanted it to. There was a couple of things where I said, can you just change the tone on this or can you just make this more irrelevant to, you know, admin or things like that where it's just such a time saver. I just, I don't understand anyone that's afraid to use it or think that, oh, you know, it's going to take my job. It's not. It's going to make your life so much easier. My challenge to you, listeners, watchers, Download ChatGPT if you haven't and have a play and let us know what you think. Let us know how you're doing it and Jess can answer any questions with it. I can't because I am not a tech expert at all, but I'll give you my feedback. And this is the other thing with Jess and I, we're not experts in anything. And that's like literally our disclaimer is that we're not experts in anything. But if you can learn something from our journey or what we've done, any advice that we can give of how we've done things or not do things, like we're definitely going to tell you what we did that didn't work as well. Like it's going to be, you know, sharing it all. That's what we hope. You can learn from two chicks that just went out there and did it. Like we just shoot our shot each time. We're like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? I don't know. Just do it. Let's just see what happens. And that's what this is. We're recording our first episode. We have no format. We are just doing this and we're just going to see how it goes. If you like it, cool. If you don't, Jess's husband and my mum have watched it. So there. <laughs> my biggest fan. That's what we're wanting out of this. So we'd love your feedback. We'd love your ideas on topics you want us to have a little chat about. If you want to send us anything, if you want to be featured, anything like that, hit us up. We'll put all the details in the show notes. But yeah, we hope that you want to come along and have a chat with us, have a wine, have a coffee. Depends on what side of the world you're on. And just have a chat with us and be a future-focused admin and we're going to try and do things differently. We're going to try and look at this career differently and work out how it can be better, faster, but also showing your value as a true business partner, as an admin in your role instead of being bogged down with boring tasks. We're going to talk about software that's going to make your life so much easier. Jess has just touched on EA Buddy and maybe next episode we can have a chat about that and what you're doing with that as well because that's pretty cool as well. Is specific to our admin group as well. So I think we can wrap it here. Let's wrap it here. All right, everyone, have a good day or have a good evening wherever you are in the world. And um, hopefully we will be tuning in with you again soon. Thank you for joining us on the Future Focus Admin Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
The career of an admin professional is constantly evolving and it's crucial to stay up to date with the latest tech, trends and strategies. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to never miss an episode filled with mostly valuable content. If you have any questions, topic suggestions or success stories you'd like us to share, we'd love to hear from you. So connect with us on our website or through our social media channels listed in the show notes. Just as a reminder, you are the Future Focus Admins and your impact is invaluable. Thank you for listening to the Future Focus Admin Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Circleback, the AI-driven meeting notes and action items you can trust.